Chicago, Illinois. Hi, I'm Devin, and I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're best friends! <laughs> we started this weekly podcast to hold each other accountable? Yes, Devin, accountable around health and wellness. Welcome, Welcome to, to Weekly Buddy Time! time. I don't know. You need a bell. I'm gonna. I'm ordering you one from Amazon right now, and I'm gonna have it delivered to your house. <laughs> Except you won't get it until you come back. <laughs> I was gonna say, make it a, a two week delivery because I won't be here next week. It's true. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Stacy. Mm-hmm. Devin. I I hear a clink, a clink, a clink, clink, That's a right, clink. You do. What are you drinking? Mm. I'm actually very excited to talk about my drink tonight. <gasps> oh, okay. Are they a sponsor? Yes. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> uh, we do need to investigate that sponsor. Yes, yes. We see if we, we can get some sponsor. We had someone who was interested who uh, right. emailed us at yeah. weekly, weeklybuddytime at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> that little email in there. Are you sure? Um, <laughs> So, I think either last week or the week before, I, t- I mentioned a subscription box called Shaker and Spoon. And it's a cocktail subscription box. Yes. It comes every month. And they have a alcohol theme. One alcohol theme. So, yes. we finally got our box this week. Yay! And made our first cocktail tonight. All right. What was it? Well, the box is um, tequila-based. Okay. So okay. it makes three different cocktails and it makes four servings. You get enough ingredients to make four servings of each cocktail. So you can make 12 drinks. Um, you do have to buy the alcohol separate, but the tequila we bought was only 20 bucks. So it's not like, it's like, oh God, we got to buy the tequila. And at least that way you have control over right. what tequila you get. But the drink is called um, Verdito. Verdito? Verdito. And, yeah. The description is... Chill meets chilies in this punchy refresher from Jules Mavomatis uh, that unites tequila with its culinary compatriots, poblanos and serranos. Season the rim of the glass, make a toast, and may the grass be greener on your side with this drink. Nice. So, yes, it's got this verdito blend, which seems to be like a little bit of salt, sugar, um celery salt and some kind of like maybe like a rosemary or thyme okay so like a Um, and that goes like a a little bit of the herb the herb yes a little herb a little herb Mm -hmm, going on mm -hmm, in there mm -hmm, then -hmm. you got your tequila then you got a (coughs) poblano pepper agave syrup infused so poblano pepper infused agave syrup okay um lemon juice and celery soda did you know that was a thing no, I only know about the celery juice, which is terrible. Yes, 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 yes. No, you would not hate this because this is sweet. It has uh, sugar in it. It's like a soda, a regular soda, like you, like a Coke. But you know? made with celery. Yeah. So, um, it, <laughs> celery. <laughs> Very suspicious. Um, you know Cel- that Rachel brand? Ray, celery soda, Alton Brown food. Re- you can make it. You can make oh. it. Wow. Apparently. Probably with the soda machine. Soda stream, yeah. You need sugar, water, ground celery seed, and soda water. Oh, well, there you go. So the one that they send is the, I think it's called Dr. Brown's. Um, I've actually got their cream soda before, Dr. Brown's cream soda. So it's okay. you can just, you can find their stuff in the grocery store normally. Um, but... Um, yeah, it's just like a bottle soda by Dr. Brown. Which I think it's Dr. Brown. I'll have to go back and look. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, just celery soda. And it's just a sugary soda with a slight hint of celery. A slight hint of celery? <laughs> yeah, of celery. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I'm not going to I'm not gonna knock it until I try it. <laughs> I just, my, my mind immediately goes to the terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> celery juice. Plan? I cannot yeah. even like I have I can I can't even eat celery now like I just can't oh. eat it because it makes me think of the horrible celery juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think um, this is not salty at all because that's what I was expecting. I was okay. expecting like a savory, salty flavor due to the celery. It's yeah. not salty at all. Okay. Okay. So I, I think yeah. I don't know. To me, it, it didn't really taste like anything in particular. The soda by itself, but the drink gotcha. is good. It's it's kind of like a 
it I thought it would be a little more spicy, but um, I don't really get much of a kick. But it's yeah, just like a little sugary, salty tequila drink. I don't know. Tequila drinks always have a certain flavor to me. That's true. Yeah, they've got like that. They got like that little bit of a. I mean, it's like it's like the part of the margarita that's not the sugar. <laughs> That's what tequila is. Right. right. So it's that aftertaste that you're like, okay, yes. there is alcohol in this. Obviously, I taste the alcohol in this margarita. Because yeah. I think that's probably the only thing that I drink that has tequila in it. But I do yeah. really like a good margarita. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Mm-hmm. There is that. But Anyway, so, so far, yes. we've only made one cocktail. But the box is really cool. It came with a magazine all about... Called, the magazine was called Imbibe, and it was just all about the cocktail industry or alcohol industry. Um, okay. It's really cool. So I highly recommend it. Give it a try. All right. All right. I'll put, I'll put the link back in show notes for anybody who um, was not keeping up last week or the week okay. before that or whenever it was yeah. we talked about it. Yes. Uh, Shaker and Spoon. Dot com. Dot, dot Excellent. Com. <laughs> what are you thinking? Let me guess. Red wine. Oh, you got it. That is exactly what I'm. That's. I tried to. I tried to hit the bell ding on my mouse. Um, I am drinking a big six bourbon barrel, um, aged three months, red wine blend from California, which I probably have drank before because it's one of my go-to's. But um, that sounds lovely. Yeah, King City, California. It's pretty good. Pretty pretty good. I actually ended up cracking it open last night. what happened yesterday? I think it was just a just crazy day. <laughs> yeah, I was going. <laughs> I was like, all right, I think I'm done. <laughs> done. I'm just done. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I was just done. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that was. Um, yeah. So now I'm finishing it off and it's good. It's yeah. good. It's good. I recommend it. Good, good. Good, good, good. Um, anyway, uh, I guess we're going to talk about, speaking of homeschooling, we're yeah. going to talk about some homeschooling because yeah, that's t- pretty much all I've been doing. I was going to say, <laughs> tell me all about your, well, first of all, this was your first week homeschooling, but then also just leading right. up to it. So I know you've been doing a lot of prep work. So your prep work and just leading into the week and how the week went and did it go how you expected and just tell oh, me. Oh, well, hell no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Um, but that's okay. That's okay. I will share, I will share my, I will share my prep. I will share, uh, what I did (laughs) and what I didn't do, uh, what I wish I had done and, uh, what I'll do differently going forward. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, first of all, let me just say that it's actually like I always, I'm, I am a, I'm horrible for trying to tell a good story and, using using the art form of hyperbole to uh to make it a good story um because i have irish roots and that's what we do um Uh but i like honestly i would really enjoy this if i was not working (laughs) oh yeah um the fact like i took monday and tuesday off so that was one of the things i did to prep is i went ahead and said okay the first two days i gotta get the kids used to this new routine because we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff that we haven't done before and we're going to be not doing a lot of stuff that we did before. Um, Namely, like, you know, my kids would pretty much stay on screens. uh, Well, not not so much Kai. Kai gets tired of screens after a while, usually. Like, sometimes she'll zone into them, but usually she'll only want to play on her Kindle or something for a few minutes and then she's, like, wanting to go do something real. Um, But she's really little, so that's good. (laughs) I'm glad she doesn't. Um, but Cass is of the age cause she is six, uh, and an old six, uh, <laughs> she's an old six, an old six. Um, she would like probably do screens nonstop. Now she does. It's not like she just does passive stuff. She's really into Minecraft. She is very into, you know, getting mods and like doing new things. And so a lot of what she will do, even when she's watching something passive is she'll watch Minecraft tutorials or okay. Minecraft walkthroughs, and then she'll mm-hmm. find out something new to do, and then she'll want to go play Minecraft and try the thing that she saw. So, yeah. like, all of that is actually not that bad. Um, 
I just feel bad that she's on screens nonstop because I feel like that's she should be doing other things and going outside or, you know, climbing trees or, you know, reading books or any number of things. So, yeah. Um, so I knew that was going to be a change. Um, and then, of course, structured any type of structured learning was going to be a change. So I said, I'll just take the first two days off so I can just really focus on getting a good routine set. Um, and then I would you know, have to go back to work after that. And then we'd have to figure out how to make it all work. Um, so that was one of the things I did to prep was just saying, I'm going to take those days off. And then the other thing was that I actually took some courses, um, through an organization called Trillium Montessori and sort of like some background information. My kids normally under normal circumstances, when the world isn't ending, um, go to a, uh, go to a Montessori school. And so I didn't want to pull them out of that. And then, especially for Cass, try to put her in some type of like online public school because (laughs) number one, her transitioning to public school would be hard enough, but then transitioning to public school online just seemed like it would be really bad. So I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just figure it out. I'll just, I'll just do it. You know, I'll just take these classes uh, because TrilliumMontessori.org um, put out a book that I read early on when all this was happening called The Coronavirus Survival Guide for Parents, I believe. Uh-huh. And I'll find that and put that in show notes as well. Um, but it was like a godsend for me because, you know, everything stopped. All the schools closed. Um back in March and like, and then they didn't meet back, you know, like that was it. And so all of a sudden we had to figure out like how to, (laughs) what to do to make sure that they were doing something. And, uh, and so the book was like really, really helpful. And the organization that uh, created the book and brought it out, truliamontessori.org also had these courses and I was on their mailing list and the courses were like, how to homeschool your kids Montessori style without being a, you know, Montessori teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they were called Montessori Homeschool by Design, and they had it broken up into different ages. So I did two of them. Um, I did the one for ages 6 through 12 for the elementary years, and then I did the early childhood years, uh, ages 3 through 6. So <laughs> like I did both of those, and that was a lot. Um, yeah. of learning and they were very good courses and I did learn a lot, but that was like one of the major things that I did to, uh, to get prepared to teach them so that I kind of knew a little bit of what I was doing. Now, the thing about Montessori is that it's like all theory <laughs> and, uh-huh. um, and prepare. it's like you learn about the way that the child works. You learn about how to best support the child. You learn about how to be like a positive adult influence in their life. And then you learn how to prepare the environment. And then after that, you're, you're basically just supposed to follow the kid and, and learning will happen. And that's like basically, no. yeah, sure. so, so it's not like there's a, a, um, like an outline (laughs) or like a, you should do this or you should do that, or you should do this activity. They're like, here are some things you might do, or you could do this. It doesn't matter. Just have fun with it. And it's just like, so on the one hand, it's kind of cool because that's sort of my personality. Um, And so if I trust, if I trust myself (laughs) and I trust the process, which I'll get into in a little bit, like, you know, some fun, awesome things can happen. But, <laughs> you know, it also is a little bit um, intimidating whenever I'm talking to people and they're like, so what curriculum are you using to homeschool your kids? And I'm like, I'm just winging it. I'm just winging it. That's <laughs> 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 just something that I kind of came up with on my own. <laughs> just following them around the yard. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. so um so yeah uh so I did go through the classes and then I was like okay this is good and this will be helpful but I also do really need a little bit more structure so I 
um, one of the things that um, one of them, I believe it was the elementary level, did was kind of break down like milestones that kids are supposed to are supposed to achieve in different grades based yeah. on not just Montessori, but also like standards, you know, like mm-hmm. basic standards that are all over the United States in, in public school systems. And then I took that list and I put it all in a spreadsheet and then I went to the Tennessee Department of Education website and looked up the standards that you're supposed to learn in um, first grade and also in pre-K. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up making, and I can share this, I have no problem sharing this, so I'll put a link in show notes, um, a very exhaustive, like, it's, I'm calling it my grade book, even though it's not really a grade book, it's more just like a way to track what people are learning. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, there's like, I don't know, 300 lines of, uh, and every Dang. single thing is a, is a skill that they need to learn. Um, and so that's sort of like, you know, everything that I do, I try to relate back to one of the, one of those areas, you know, like one of the skills that they're supposed to be learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I've got that. So that's, that's not a curriculum. That's not telling me how to get there, but at least it tells me what goals I'm supposed to. Yeah. Uh, so that helps a little bit. At least I've got that. And the way that they, at least the way that like Knox County puts them in a row, it, it makes sense as to how like you do one first and then you get to the next one in the different yeah. areas. Like, mm-hmm. you know, first you talk about uh, common spellings of words and you talk about uncommon spelling, you know, like common okay. uh, non-standard spellings, you know, yeah. like. And then you go into blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it makes sense that they build off of each other. Um, so then I can be like, okay, I can follow this. Like I can, we can, we can get there. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I did kind of leading up to this was I signed up for, um, for four different online, um, uh, like learning sites for the kids. Yeah, uh, mostly for Kess. Like these were mostly I, I got these with Kess in mind because she's the one who's really good at using computers um, for learning. And some of these were things that they had uh, signed her up for at school last year whenever we all went virtual because they were like, well, this will help you. Oh, yeah. Um, so I just signed up for them uh, on our own. So. Uh, I signed her up for something called Nessie, which is a program that helps people learn how to read. And um, it's actually really designed uh, with with dyslexia in mind, which is really interesting. But because of the way it teaches uh, phonics and reading and writing, um, it's it's something that's very user friendly for kids. And it just it's it's something that kids really um, you know, re- resonate with. So yeah. Kess loved it and it really seemed to help her. So, and she wanted it, like she wanted me to get it for her anyway. So I was like, okay, well, I'll get, I'll get you an Nessie account. That's fine. <laughs> and she really enjoys it. So, um, it's, uh, it's, it seems to be really helpful. And one of the other things that I like about it is that this website does like a diagnostic So one of the first things you do when you sign up for an account as a kid is you do a very painful test (laughs) where like they basically test you until you can't like answer the questions anymore to get an idea of what limit, like what level you're at. Yeah. Um, And Kes hated it, but it was really helpful because it's like, okay, now you're going to learn stuff as opposed to just like repeat 500, you know, lessons of things you already know. So right. Um, and yeah, and then there's like, like they, they put it on the graphs for you. So as a parent, you can go in, you can be like, okay, they're doing these lessons and they're learning these words and you could use them in other activities if you wanted. Um, and so it's, I really like it. I highly recommend it. If anyone is looking for like a language, um, phonics, reading, spelling type of thing, it's, uh, it's really good. They actually have other things that I have not, um, looked at, like they've got, I think like a numbers one. Uh, but the only one I've really messed with or played with has been the Nessie reading and spelling. So I may end up 
trying out some of them, some of the other stuff too, because I yeah. really do like the way that it works. Um, another site that I signed them up for was something called IXL. <laughs> so it's IXL.com. Um, and this was what they were using for math. And so I just, because I knew that they did a diagnostic at the beginning, um, they went through, they have like the, even the standards that are required by the state, like they have that. And then they have like exercises that the kids can do to practice different types of math types type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they have other things too, but because we were using it just for math, I just got the math one. Yeah. Now, um, uh, she does not like this really at all. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to stick because I don't want her to like, you know, I want her to do stuff that actually that, that she wants to do yeah. that will help learn, help her learn, learn her, will help learn her some stuff. <laughs> uh, there's my Appalachian coming out. Gonna learn her some things. Uh, but you know, yeah, so I don't know. Like I mean, she might start not liking math because she's like, oh, right. You know, she'll affiliate math with like this terrible thing she was forced to do. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, the thing she doesn't like about it is that Kess has very low patience threshold when it comes to stuff that she masters. So yeah. once she's got it, she doesn't want to do it anymore. Like, yeah. okay, I get this. I do not have to do 50 questions about this anymore. We are done. You know I know it. I know I know it. Let's move on to the next thing. And Mm -hmm. the way that this is designed um, in order to, like, you know, win the medal or whatever, you know, pass the the lesson, you've got to do, like... 25 questions that are essentially all the same thing and it really drives her crazy because she's like there is no sense in this so Mm -hmm. i don't know i may look at a couple other things i may see if nessie's uh math option is better um i don't know but so i'm kind of iffy about it i feel like it's really good the way that it's laid out and i like the way that it tracks things but Mm -hmm. i'm just not sure that she likes it as much as i wish she would so um and then another thing that I signed her up for, and Kai too, is something called Brain Pop. And this was something that Ashlyn actually used at her um, school when she was like in middle school or whatever. So they would have some, um, like the school would have an account and they would come home and they would, as homework, watch, you know, these little learning videos about things and um and so they're essentially different topics like science, health, social studies, whatever. Uh, and then it'll like give you a little video of learning and there's a quiz and, you know. So it's very, it's it's very simplistic. Yeah. Um, but Kess just does not seem to be into it. She just is not. She's like, if I'm going to watch a video, I want to watch like a YouTube video. I think part of it is because it's all cartoons and when she's learning about things, she really likes to watch things that are like live action, mm-hmm. you know, like National Geographic or something like that. Um, so I don't know. I So this one, out of all of them, that's probably the one that I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if this is actually really helpful. So I may end up yeah. um, trying out something else for that. And then there's the one that she loves that I hate. Um <laughs> Which is uh, abcmouse.com. Okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah, and I got that for both of the kids actually um, at the beginning of the summer because it was like supposed to be a fun way that they could learn stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not, it, it, it really allows the kids to have a lot of choice in what they do. Yeah. And so instead of like forcing them to do a certain lesson before they do anything else, um, like, and they also end up starting out and, and doing things that are just really, really easy mm-hmm. and stuff that I know they already know. And I just don't feel like it's necessarily teaching them anything. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know about that, but they really like it and it is learning. I mean, you know, it's, it's not, it's definitely, it's not not learning. It's, you know, it's not like <laughs> anti-learning. It's just right. not as... Um, robust and challenging as I wished it were. Um, But, you know, it's it's fine. It's just, 
whatever. And they like it, so I probably won't get rid of it. But I, you know, wish it was <laughs> something <Yeah>. else. <laughs> I wish they were that into the other things. Yeah. Because I feel like they would get much more out of that. But so that's, I mean, those are, so I have those. So that's part of um, kind of like our daily activities. And uh, in the way that I have structured our day is to like, I've got lessons, like two or three lessons that I take all, both of them through. Um, I've got like maybe one or two individual lessons that I'll take either one of them through, which is like very, very simple stuff. Um, And then I have these shelves that have these Montessori themed works, um, which are um, ideally they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be self-paced learning that kids can take off a shelf and work on and learn something. We haven't figured that out because what happens is they want me to work on it with them. And I don't give them the answers. Like I'm sitting there with them, but it's not like they're just going to independently learn with the one, at least with the ones that I have. Um, So there's still a lot of like one-on-one teaching, but it's still like, it's helpful. Like there's a, um, there's dice games that you do. And then you're like, you do adding and then you subtracting and then you do, um, tens and ones. And so, you know, like there's a lot of practice in that that's fun that they yeah. like doing and I'm sure they're learning from. Um, but it's definitely not as like, you know, <laughs> they're going to go over there and learn it on their own but, as I wished it would be. <laughs> like, right. This, yeah. this is your time to figure it out. Um, so, you know, I'm sure we'll get to that eventually. But right now it's a lot of me teaching them you know, this is how you use this work. This is what you do. This is yeah. how you count this. You know, this is how you use these letters. Um, and so that's, but it's fun. It's all, that stuff's all fun. Um, and what I've, uh, I've, I prepared a lot of works and then I have several in my closet. Um, not very well organized. So that's one thing I need to do because it's all just kind of shoved in there right now. Yeah. Um, but I'll, you know, if they're, if they've seemed to master something, I'll then try to switch it out with something else. Mm-hmm. Um, or if there's, you know, if they don't seem to like something, then I'll try yeah. to switch it out with something else. Um, and there's not like tons, there's probably like maybe 10 or 11 in all, but, Damn. um, but little, just little things for them to do as, and so I have a list that I keep on the whiteboard that has, okay, we're going to do this lesson and then we're going to break, you're going to do your independent work. So when you're doing independent work, you can choose between, you know, this, this work and this work and, you know, computer and this and this and this. And then I'll have like a list of probably 10 things that they need to practice sometime in the day. And so then they get to choose basically what they work on at what time. Um, and that seems to be working out really well, uh, because they get that autonomy of being able to kind of be in control of how they structure yeah. they, their day. It's not always the same thing. So they, you know, but it's familiar enough that they have a structure, um, and, you know, and stuff and, and it's flexible too. So if there's something else that they decide they want to do, um, as long as it's learning related, then it's like, okay, you know, we can do this instead. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the way that I structure it. And I have a schedule <laughs> in theory that I follow every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I try to do like a big lesson and then there are little lessons that are related to the big lesson. So that's sort of the way that I've structured it. Um, so <laughs> All of that being said, yeah. Um, what I have realized or what I have learned um, is that it is very important to be prepared. And I'm glad that I took those classes and I got the space ready and I put a lot of time and energy into like creating lesson plans. But you also want to make sure that you're not over prepared. <laughs> oh. Um, or that you're just not like hoping for a sp- like yes. you can prepare but don't expect a specific yes. um outcome. <laughs> yes. I think you're getting like a little peek into my life and in, in that I you know, I meticulously plan these things and I expect them to work out perfectly. Right. And, you know, like 
and it can be something as simple as it rains and you know mm-hmm. we're oh we'll go hiking on wednesday but then it rains and then you're you, you know blah blah but then it's like oh my god the, the world is over exactly exactly um yeah so that's uh like one of the i found a lesson on like national geographic or whatever on reading maps and making a classroom map and so i cut all these things out and i got everything ready and the idea was that the kids were going to help me like figure out what shapes went where so we could make a map of our classroom Mm -hmm. um and kes was so she could care less she was not interested in it (laughs) she didn't like it she was mad at me for making her do it oh my god um and like it was just it did not she wanted she wanted to draw a map of her own of the ridge which is what she's been doing all week she's been drawing different maps of the ridge which has been fine because that was going to be the thing that i asked her to do today anyway (laughs) um because the whole week was supposed to be about learning north, south, east, west, maps, you had to read maps, et cetera. Uh, so we've done like little lessons every day to kind of build on those skills. Um, but man, she just that she decided this is what she wanted to make a treasure map every single day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that led from here to Nana's house. I'm like, okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> but... Yeah. I really worked hard on this lesson. We're going to do this lesson. And it was just not, it did not work out. Um, so from that, or kind of related to that, being willing to adapt and change mm-hmm. when things yes. don't go the way that you uh, that you expect them to. Um, like that situation, it probably would have been better if I'd just been like, this isn't working. I'm just going to let it go and let her do her thing. Yeah. Um, as opposed to trying to force her to do something she was not interested in. Um, and I mean, sometimes she's got to do some of that. Like you have to have a balance. It's not like she can not do things she doesn't like because, but you know, if, if the whole reason I was doing it was just because I had put all this time and energy into putting together a lesson that she was done with, like I, at least I couldn't get mad at her about that. Like if I forced her to do it, I just be like, okay, she hates this. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, and like there was one day. One of the other things that I did was I downloaded assessments to do on the kids. So like mm-hmm. just to get an idea of where they were um, from. Because like I have my own very subjective and, and not scientific ideas about how brilliant they are. <laughs> um, but I, it would be better if I could have like a test that would tell me, OK, these are the right. skills that they've mastered. So I did that for both of them. And um, one of the things I was doing with Kess, Kai got really interested in because I like cut out little paper ladybugs and was hiding them under a leaf and doing like, you know, um, little small addition and subtraction with it. And so Mm -hmm. Kai was really interested in it. And I was like, okay, so I turned it into a work. I was like, okay, well, this was a test, but now it's going to be a work. And now Kai, you can play with the, with the, we can sort these ladybugs and then we can try to do some addition and subtraction and you know it was a little bit too challenging for her but she you know that's okay like it's okay to try things that are hard and so that was fine and um and then there was one day we were doing something and we looked out Kes looked out the window and there was a deer outside and um (laughs) And so she was like, let's go give carrots to the deer. So we just dropped everything that we were doing and went and got carrots and went to go try to find the deer to feed the deer carrots. And then we kind of looked for signs of deer and talked about what signs of the deer would be. And then we went up into the woods because sometimes the deer are in the woods. And then we went through the woods um, and we looked at mushrooms. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was a whole adventure and it was very nice. Um, and it was not what I was expecting to do, but like, you know, I think it was, I think it was still fun. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, so, you know, don't be overprepared, let yourself adapt. Uh, the other thing too, that I'm really bad about is that I always try to pack too much into a day. Like okay. I overprepare and then I'm like, okay, we need to do like these 15 things. Yeah. Um, and the best days that I've had have been the days that have had less where I'm like, okay, you know what? We got five things we got to do today and you guys can yeah. take your time. And if you get sidetracked and if you just want to like stare at this one book for five hours, okay, you know what? It's fine. This is, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're getting something out of this and you're participating and I'm not going to like, whatever. Um, but if I put too much into a day, like they get overwhelmed and I'm so bad about 
doing that. So my suggestion for anyone who might be doing this at home uh, is like you can fill up a day with just like one or two lessons. You do not yeah. have to do 500 things. <laughs> um, so less is more when it comes to this. I think kids need time to like absorb information. And sometimes the way that they absorb information is weird. Um, <laughs> you know, or not weird. That's not that's, not, that's the wrong word. Um, you, you don't expect, it's not, it's not something that you would recognize. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Um, one of the things, you know, Kess has been doing these maps every single day. And so today I sat her down and I let her draw a map. And I reminded her that she wanted to do north, south, east, and west. But I didn't tell her how to do it. And she didn't have anything that she was looking at to do it with. Yeah. But she made, because she'd done it so many times, she made a little compass rose the way that you're supposed to ah. at the bottom. And she had not done that before. Yeah. And she got she got better each time of placing things on the map. Like the first time it was like, you know, it was basically like a picture. And then the yeah. second time it was like, you know, a picture and things were more where they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then the third time, you know, it was like, okay, I'm looking at it from above and these are more symbols than they are actual things. And there's like, it looked more like this is the actual distance between items. And, you know, so like that's learning and she's learning by yeah. just drawing a map 500 times <laughs> and that's fine. Like it's okay for them to do stuff like that. And it's really hard for me to to remember that. So I'm sharing that information. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you Um, tried to like double, triple, quadruple book your kids in a day? Look, look, it's fine. You can do all this. You can do all this. It's fine. I don't know when I'll fit it all in. (laughs) Time will just have to overlap, but it's fine. It'll be okay. Um, And I think related to that too, the other thing to remember is that kids are going to learn like, they're going to learn even if you don't do anything. I didn't do anything with the kids over the summer. And Kess learned how to read, like, amazingly well because she decided to play Minecraft and she had to figure out how to find stuff in her <laughs> Minecraft menu. Yeah. Like, things are going to cause kids to learn and then they'll figure it out. And um, one of the things that I had, I had a little tray of salt that I was letting Kai draw letters in. Mm-hmm. Um And of course, because it's salt, the kids wanted to eat it. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, don't eat the salt, guys. But they kept doing it. And I was like, I'm not going to like keep fighting with them about eating the salt. I'm just going to let it go. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? And what happened was that they ate so much salt that then they coughed and felt sick. And I was able to be like, all right, guys. (laughs) Yeah. You know what they didn't do the next day? They didn't lick the salt anymore. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) Like kids are going to learn and you you just let them have experiences and they'll figure it out. And yeah. so it's hard, though, sometimes uh, to remember that. Um, and the Montessori approach has a lot of like practical life stuff in it. So part of what you're supposed to do is help them learn how to be more independent and, you know, put snack out and they have to serve themselves and they have to clean up after themselves. And, you know, you, you teach them how to like prepare meals and do laundry and fold and, wow. you know, just like basic practical life stuff. And, yeah. um, so I've been doing a lot of that too. It's really easy to do that when you're homeschooling because there's tons of stuff that has to be done. Um, and so that's been really helpful and the kids always complain about it and then love doing it, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like every single time they're like, I don't want to wash the dishes. And then they get really into sorting the dishes and being allowed to put certain dishes away. And yeah, you know, like it's a whole thing. Nobody likes to load the dishwasher, but I can't blame them. That's dirty. <laughs> Yeah, and kids are always like, I want to help. But then when you actually want them to help, they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> Exactly. But if you get past that part where they're like, no, never mind. Like, if you force them to, then they're into it again. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like this weird sort of, I want to help. Wait, no, that's too hard. Oh, actually, it's fun. So it's it's like pushing them past that one little hump and into the having fun part is like yeah. how you got to how you gotta attack it. But um I mean, they both, uh, <laughs> they stopped licking the salt, but then Kai decided this morning to pour the salt all over the, the room. Um, so then we had to, <laughs> oh dear. We, had to, we had to clean it up. 
Yeah. Uh, and so we got to have a lesson in sweeping and dustpans and uh, and the vacuum cleaner. And um, but they really liked it. Like they enjoyed doing that. So hopefully they won't want to just pour salt everywhere so that they'll have to clean it up. But yeah, I guess if they do, at least they'll clean it up. <laughs> true. Um, let me see what else. Oh, one of the things that I keep forgetting, <laughs> like I made this schedule and the schedule is beautiful, except that I always get caught up in trying to get all those stupid things on the list done. Mm-hmm. And so I forget the importance of breaking for recess. <laughs> oh, yes. So like I we I think we did recess like once and we should have two recesses. We should have one in the morning before lunch and then one at the end of the day. Uh, and I never I have not done the one before lunch yet because I'm always like, oh, but we're still working and we have all this stuff and I need to like learn before they get tired and grumpy to break and go outside and play, then come back in for lunch and then get back into it. Like mm-hmm. it would work a lot better if I do that, but maybe I'll get to that next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm proud of myself cause I haven't yelled at anyone yet. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Uh, I, I'm sure it's coming. Uh, I've definitely lost my patience and, and there was one day that Kess kept testing me and I just like took off my glasses and put my face in my hands and just like sat there for like a full minute, not saying anything yeah. and breathing. And uh-huh. I was just like, you know, and I, but then I came back out and went back to it and I was like, okay, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely gotten frustrated, but I've not yelled yet. Thank God. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that was so important on here that I put it on here twice was that you need to get sleep. Um, Mm. I do so much better with everything when I've slept. And uh, with the new work schedule, because I have to get up so early to do some work, and then I have to teach the kids, and then I have to stay up late to work after they are done for the day. Um, Like, I am not sleeping as well. And I've also had a lot on my mind, so I've had a hard time going to sleep when I lay down. So my sleep has not been great. And it has, it has definitely, it definitely shows the days that I have good sleep and the days that I don't. Yeah. Um, because it takes a lot of energy. I, I, uh, was telling my boss on like, whenever I came back to work on Wednesday and we were talking in our meeting our one-on-one meeting, I was like, you know, (laughs) I should have known being that I have, I have a teaching experience and I'm a trainer that it would feel like I've been teaching all day when I've been teaching all day. And I would be really, really tired and drained and exhausted. Um, imagine that. But apparently it just didn't register with me that that was going to carry over to homeschooling. Uh, but <laughs> it, uh, it's just like I taught a class all day. Hmm. How about that? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's, that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. But Yeah. It's, uh, but I think it's going good. I, I am pleased that, you know, Kess has learned how to make a compass rose and that Kai is learning some numbers that she didn't know before. And, um, you know, so there's, there's some, there's a little bit of progress Yep. and they aren't on screens all day and, um, they are willing to get up and moving in the morning without like begging to stay in their pajamas until five o'clock in the afternoon. So, you know, <laughs> there there is some progress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel so like, anyway. uh, I mean, you didn't go into like necessarily like bullet points of what you did every day, but I feel like you packed a lot into one week. I, mean, I probably did. <laughs> yeah, and especially whenever, when kids, like the first week for kids, they like, especially people, our uh, kids, um, Kai's age they go like half days for the first couple days and then like the first week of school is usually just like get to know your teachers and stuff like, just jumped in both feet I think you knocked it out of the ballpark that's what I guess yeah I, I guess that's true like I was trying to be more like you know like I didn't do I didn't start with the letters like you know, like, let's learn all about the letter A or whatever. And I didn't start with um, the, uh, uh, there's something called the cosmic, um, the cosmic lessons. Mm 
Yeah. Uh, the great lessons that you're supposed to teach at elementary age and like you teach them about the Big Bang and the okay. beginning of the universe and then you teach them about the beginning of life and evolution and then you teach them about the beginning of humans and civilization and then you teach them about the beginning of writing and words and language and then you teach them about the beginning of numbers and mathematics and it's like you tie you're supposed to tie everything else that they're interested in back to those things Mm -hmm. which makes sense and it sounds really cool but i was like well i'm gonna wait till they get a little bit more like settled in before i start talking about the big bang um but yeah i probably still was a little bit too ambitious which i'm sure showed often they update the curriculum because like do they still teach kids in element maybe not in Montessori but do they still teach kids in elementary school how to use like a card catalog because let me just tell you (laughs) I never used a card catalog once as I got into like high school and college and I was doing research papers never once (laughs) it was not it was not listed on the first grade good good (laughs) thanks even though there were things that I like decided because just of, of my my political stance. And oh, yes. Because like, like there was this whole thing about how to be a good citizen and follow the law. And I was like, it's going to be lawbreakers. Yeah, I was it's like, be outlaws. So I changed it to be like, how to understand whether a law is just or not. Ah, nice. Okay. There you go. So, it's like, do you should you follow it? Maybe, but don't just blindly accept authority. <laughs> like, but think about it. You need to think about whether or not you know slavery is okay before right. you just start having slaves. Yes. Um. You know, just because it's a legal thing does not mean that it's just. That's right. So that was <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. like yeah. that was my thing. Um. But yeah, so it was like it was funny to to look at that and be like, I'm in homeschool. I can change all of this. This is awesome. <laughs> I can do what I want. I can do what I want. So I, I also like I'm amazed at how fast the Montessori people cranked out that book. It was published yes. in March. Yes. Um, so either they were already working on it, or maybe it was like maybe it was their guidebook, and they just like tweaked it for parents. <laughs> added a couple things i don't know but how in the world i know it was it was like super quick when it came out um and it was i mean like you read it and it's not it's not i really do think that they wrote it Mm -hmm. and and there's several people who are like part of the team so it might be that different people were doing different chapters and the styles of the chapters were different so i could totally see that being like how they approached it like different people just wrote different chapters but um like, I mean, it would re- reference, you know, being obsessed with the news or, oh. you know, being unsure of what was going to happen, you know, and how to talk to your kids about COVID. And like, I mean, it was very detailed about like the current environment. And also okay. like, you know, who knows how long you're going to be in the situation. And, but there was like this idea that it would be over by the summer in the book. Mm, yeah. um, and it's like, for your kids will be fine for a few months. So no matter what you do, just don't f- stress about it was like the <laughs> overall theme yeah. of the of the book. So I was like, well, okay, great for a few months, but maybe not six or eight or 10 or 12, however long yeah. this ends up being. Um, but yeah, but they're, they're very, I really like the organization. They also have a, Facebook group that um, that you can join if you're, you know, kind of part of you've, you've been taking the classes or you're involved with that with them at all. Um, and then it's like a parent support group for people who are doing homeschooling, which is okay. also really helpful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But that's uh, that's where we are. The kids seem to really enjoy it. Kess uh today said it was like one of her favorite days ever which was Aww. funny because she spent like half the day crying so i don't really Aww. but whatever it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, they're kids. They're emotional. at the end of the day if she thinks it was a great day that's all that matters yeah exactly um she lost her, t- her first tooth today i so. saw that yeah so that was like our big our big uh thing that happened and uh, i do um, not miss losing teeth at all like, i know it's just traumatizing pulling them. <laughs> no 
kidding. And it's so funny because it's like every single adult in the house had the same reaction. (laughs) Whenever she was just like, look how loose it is. We were all just like, like, I was, I was, and I was probably the least squeamish, which was really funny considering how terrified I was of having my teeth pulled when I was her age. Yeah. Um, But I was like, let me, you know, let me try to pull it for you. And so I'd pull it on it a little bit and I'd be like, no, it's not ready yet. And, um, you know, so I kind of helped her a little bit with it. But she ended up, of course, that's how it always works. Like the kids get the oh, teeth yeah. out. You you should just leave them alone. Right. Uh, that was the thing my parents never could learn. And that was why I was traumatized by it. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was really funny. And she's so, she's such a self, like she analyzes everything that happens to her. Um, oh. And so she was like sitting here going through like this whole play by play. She's like, it was, I was just having this conversation with you. And then, um, you know, I felt my tooth p- get pushed a little bit. So I wiggled it and then I could tell that it was, it was turning. So I twisted it and it came all the way out. And when it came out, like my heart kind of stopped and I was trying to figure oh out God. what was happening. And like, she went through like this whole like narrative about oh. the, about it. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she's, She's awesome. She yeah. is a handful, and she wants to control the classroom. Hmm. Um, Didn't but do that other than that, yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's going good. It'll be. It's an adventure. I just, it's just a lot, and the, with the working, it's a, it's a lot. Oh um, yeah, but we'll get through it. You know, and hopefully yeah. we'll be back in school soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, that's great. And you sound really prepared and uh, very impressive. So good oh, job. Thank you. Thank that. you. Thank you. Ta-da. Yeah, Building for me. Building. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and uh, we'll check in again in a couple of weeks and see how it's going again. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, I'll be pulling my hair out and, and drinking <laughs> like heavily in the morning. <laughs> what homeschooling? I'll be like, it started going great after I started, you know, drinking a margarita every morning. Now it's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, just, I just lock the kids outside and then I sit and drink margaritas and laugh at it's, them through the glass. Yeah, it's perfect. I figured they're learning. I'm following the child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all righty. All righty. Well, yep. I will talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Well, good luck. All right. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho